Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you in the 630 Chad Studios. You know it's a good song when, and I don't have a lot of friends, but when your friends, I know a lot of guys, but they're not all my friends, are sitting there texting you and saying, best opening song ever. This is Oilers Now, and no, we're not in New York City at MSG. Because for many years, that was the song as the Rangers took the ice that they opened up with. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Special shout out at this time to all the uh, 630 Chad and Global Partners that were down this morning for our breakfast uh, that we had. 
Uh, tremendous uh, support through the advertisers over the years for the various Oilers and Eskimo uh, properties. Shout out to all of you who took time uh, to graciously join uh, Jack Michaels and Reed Wilkins and the big man Louis DeBrusque and myself. We had a terrific time this morning here at 6.30, Chet. And it was early, coming off the heels of a uh, wild one last night, a wildly successful one for the Edmonton Oilers, a 6-2 shellacking. That is what you want when you are facing a team that, let's face it, are rolling with their number three and number four goaltenders in their organization and don't have two of their top three forwards. you got to kick the snot out of them. And the Oilers did that last night, and it started early and uh, resulted in one of the special nights in Rogers Place, which is kind of becoming a special place again, which is a good thing. 7-2-1 now on home ice for the Edmonton Oilers, 13-6-2 overall, leading the way in the Pacific Division. The team right now, the Edmonton Oilers, has the top two scores in the NHL after Connor McDavid picked up three goals, six points, six career hat-tricks, second hat-trick in three games. Leon Dreisaitl, five assists. I just read a tweet from David Staples this uh, today saying, uh, in 1983, Wayne Gretzky had 65 points in the first 21 games for the Oilers. Edmonton was averaging 6.3 goals per game. So by my math, and I took math 33 times at Harry Ainley Composite High School back in the day, still made it to university. Uh, anyhow, I digress. Uh, you know, it's roughly, what, uh, 120 goals in the first uh, 21 games for the Oilers back in 1983. Conversely, Leon, so think about that. Gretzky, 61 points on a team that's got 120 plus goals. 65 points. Leon Dry settles up to 41 points in 21 games, so same amount of games played. But the Oilers are only averaging 3.1 goals per game. Shows you how impactful Dry Settle has been. And Connor McDavid. What a night last night at uh, Rogers Place. Eric Friesen has tweeted out as well a uh, Oilers uh, uh, guy who uh, is uh, getting into the media out in the province of Saskatchewan. Uh, just put a tweet tweet out about the combined power play and PK percentage. Tampa Bay went off supersonic gin and tonic last night on the New York Rangers, bombed them. They actually went from third to first in the power play. The Oilers went four for six in the power play and are still second in the league. That's how good Tampa Bay's power play was uh, last night in their victory. So Oilers, though, combined power play and penalty killing percentage at 119%. 100 percent Edmonton has to improve their support scoring as the season goes on. Absolutely no disagreement whatsoever there. 119% is highly unlikely to continue. I think that's a fair assessment, which is part of the reason why the orders need to keep her going. And uh, Ken Holland, who uh, is uh, tendering the, uh, well, uh, and, and hosting people for the uh, his mother's funeral today, in time, we'll see whether or not the orders maybe add a forward at some point to uh, improve this group. I would suggest to you that the orders have got some options on defense moving forward. They played again last night with Adam Larson. I could see Adam returning to lineup uh, uh, Thursday when we're in Los Angeles. Tomorrow, the Dallas Stars, they're just on their way flying into the city as we speak. They won last night in Vancouver after winning in Calgary the night before. The Stars are now 9-1-1 one, and one in their last 11 games. So they're going, but they're doing it through defense. How about this stat? They are 20 games in a season, and Jamie Benn has one goal. Jamie Benn. The guy was the NHL scoring champion like four years ago. One goal. Dallas here tomorrow. It's a matinee. It's a 2 o'clock puck drop at Rogers Place. There are tickets available. 
Visit EdmontonOilers.com. Coming up on today's show, a full recap of last night's game. Uh, we'll hear from some of the participants. 1235 for our friends at the River Creek Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman. At 105, uh, we'll take some calls. We'll get to some texts. We'll see what else sort of filters in. Might take you down a little bit different path based on something else that happened last night in sport. Wild one. Incident involving Miles Garrett. Man, that was ugly. The worst part about what happened last night, can I tell you, Brendan, I'm going to get you to jump in here. Brendan Escott, huge part of the show, uh, producer and uh, co-host with us here. Brendan, you know, the worst part was Jack Michaels um, did not want any information because he was, what do they call that? Back in the day, we used to call it taping the game. What do they call it now? PVRing the game. PVRing. Yeah. He was PVRing the game. So... You know, Troy Bowler, who's our engineer, yeah. uh, and I've worked for, with Troy for years, dating all the way back to my shows at Sandy Nesbitt's Overtime Broiler and Tap Room in the mid-2000s, uh, when I was at another station, another place, and another time. So Troy Bowler and myself are big football fans and love football, absolutely love football. And, you know, in the upper broadcast booth on the 8th floor at Rogers Place, which is where I host shows on game days... Um, you know, I have a TV up there. So Troy was watching this game, and I could tell something had happened at the end of the game. I didn't think that had happened. Miles Garrett swinging, pulling off the helmet of Mason Rudolph and whacking him on the head with it, uh, the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, subsequent result, Miles Garrett has been suspended indefinitely for the remainder of the season. Uh, a prominent uh, SEC player involved in it from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pouncey. Their offensive lineman came to the defense of his qu- quarterback. He got five or six shots in. They weren't all punches. <laughs> like, they were swinging. And then, who hit Rudolph from behind? Like, plain as day came in and just drilled him. For, that guy got suspended, too. And Jack's a huge Cleveland Browns fan. We couldn't even talk about it or watch it because Jack would have been going nuts. But, you know, we kind of had quite a bit to talk about last night at Rogers Place as well, as it worked out. All right, let's do this. Uh, you can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion embers at River Creek Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us. We have a new text number, okay? And one of these days, I'll talk to uh, Mike Evans. No, not the uh, fine uh, wide receiver that came out of Texas A&M. He played with Jenny Manziel and Darrell Walker. Uh, but Mike Evans, our engineer, and get it all loaded into my computer so I can uh, take some text on the road. But you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. By the way, the Oilers are just hitting the ice as we speak over at Rogers Place. To the Oilers now, Audio Vault Forward Direct Workwear. Saw Frank down at our event today. Direct Workwear. By the way, Frank, thanks for the lawn chair. Didn't get a chance to mention that to you today. Where safety meets savings. Uh, in Edmonton, Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com. Oilers, Colorado, a wee bit of excitement last night at Rogers Place. Left wing, and he got run over by Zach Cassian. Belted, and now Matt Calvert is going to fight him. Calvert goes right in, and Cassian makes him eat a left hand. Calvert gets inside on Cassian, who's got him in a bear hug, and nans a series of left uppercuts. Calvert is yet to get started in this fight. Cassian hammers away. A massive hit on Nathan McKinnon early in this game. Nazem Kadri, Colorado's new 
second line center. Burakovsky shoots and scores, and Colorado takes a 1-0 lead. McDavid drop pass, wrist shot, score! Ryan Nugent Hopkins has tied the game. Hard rim around the boards, Kleppbaum able to keep it in. A lunging Cole beaten by McDavid, walks in, shoots and scores! Cassian to Leon drives on a wraparound in front, one-timer, score! Cassian's there, and Edmonton has struck again. It's 3-1. Here's McDavid in across the line. Wrist shot score. Top right corner. A thing of beauty. An absolute rocket. And Adam Werner is just getting shelled here. Four goals on nine shots. Now McDavid. Wrist shot score. Second hat trick in three games for Connor McDavid. Five. Edmonton, and here comes the headgear. Didn't he almost score the exact same way in the Absolutely. hat through that night, John Gibson. Tonight he's playing a lot less accomplished goaltender who has gave them a tremendous backup performance against Winnipeg, but he's getting shelled tonight. Here's McDavid, crosses, Nugent shoots and scores. He's got two. Edmonton has scored four power play goals and regained control. It's 6-2. to two. And this one's history. Edmonton rolling on the power play, blows out Colorado, wins convincingly 6-2. Three four-goal victories for the Oilers over their last four games, sandwiched with a stinker of a performance in San Jose, 6-3. Solid response from Edmonton. Here's Dave Tippett. Our power play's clicking. When it's clicking, it's going in. We, we capitalized on some chances, which... Those guys, if, you get, if they get chances, they have a good chance to capitalize. So it's power play was working good. I thought the first period was probably our best period, just moving the puck and we were hungry on it and built the lead. And then we just, uh, you know, we pushed it right to the end, which was good. Again, you can uh, text us at 780-496-0063. Our Ashley Fine Flores text line. What can you say? Wow. Here's what Dave Tippett had to say about Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl last night. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, you get one guy with six points and one with five. That's a pretty good night for them, right? That's. I got to say, you're right. I've coached a long time. I don't think I've had two, a six and a five in the same game. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. And he didn't play him in the third period. They're up 6-2. They got, like, what, five shifts? McDavid played under five minutes in the third period. The Oilers uh, eased home. As for Leon Dreisaitl, he says the Oilers needed that kind of offensive performance. I think we just go about our business. We come in uh, every day, try and get better, uh, try and you know help the team win every night. And, and tonight was a night where we we had to step up, and um, you know obviously it worked in our favor. Uh, from Dreisaitl's perspective, uh, by the way, there was a uh, German media group in the guys representing Brendan. He's he's representing the uh, zone. Is that what it was? His microphone said NDI. No, no, he's, he's, no, he's, I think he's got like two or three going. He's in town. I know I spoke to him yesterday. Uh, Despite the fact that Stoffer is technically a Swiss German name, I, you know, there's not a lot I can talk to you about other than maybe Eric Kunackel and uh, Carl Heinz Rummenigge back in the day. So Helmut Kohl, maybe we can go down that path. So we had had a pretty comical conversation. But uh, Leon Dreisel, 41 points. It's the first time in the league through 21 games that a player has had over 40 points since Mario Lemieux back in 0203. Thanks for coming out. Dry Settle says it was a response game last night. 
That's all that matters when you when you have a, a, a tough night or a bad game. You know, it's it's always about the response. You know, like I said this morning, the San Jose San Jose game was uh, was in the past, and, and we parked it and um, came to the rink and, and uh, you know wanted to to beat a good team over there, and um, you know we did that. I'll say this about players, and it's not an excuse for some of the you know the bad years the Oilers have had, but they tend to hate having guys bring up stuff that happened a year ago or whatever, right? They're, part of the reason why players are successful is they can get over things. And so, you know, I, I know that some of you joke because, I, you know, the game five against Anaheim and the non-calls that occurred. And, hey, if you're a hardcore Oilers fan, you're still thinking you got screwed in that game, right? So that's kind of the way it goes. And those things have a way of balancing out over time. But uh, no question for the players, they wanted a response game. Drysaddle added some additional comments about his five-point performance last night. Well, you can obviously feel it. I mean, there's always nights where you just don't really have it, and then there's nights where you just you have it. That's any player in the NHL. So, um, you know, it seems like um, our passing was uh, was on tonight, and um, you know, it was good good bounce back game. I gotta say, he's he's on 11 game point streak, and he's had 25 points in those 11 games. When exactly has he not been feeling it? over the last 11 games. You know, it speaks for itself. Uh, the other guy. <laughs> Not really the other guy. Connor, would you bet against Connor McDavid winning the Rocket Richard Trophy right now? Brendan, he's got two hat-tricks in the last three games. Man. No, I, I don't I'm going to throw, can. like... I don't think I can. Like, tell me he's not going to win it one of these years. If he keeps playing with Leon the way those two pass the puck with each other, there's no way he can't. How about he shoots the puck at least half the time on a two-on-one? What do you, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who would, in their right mind over the next 10 years, bet against him in at least one of those years winning the Rocket Richard? Connor McDavid says the power play was building uh, to a performance like that that had been coming on of late. Yeah, power play was great, um, and and uh, you know it's been coming for for a little bit. I thought uh, you know we only had one in San Jose, but I liked the way we moved it. Um, they've been finding way, different ways to score goals, and obviously tonight was uh, was real good. Connor McDavid added some additional comments on the chemistry that he has with Drysaddle and Cassian. We know usually what the other one is thinking, and um, you know, and he's obviously such a special player. Um, and then when you throw in a guy like Cass, who opens up so much ice and um, you know, plays so hard and gets in on the forecheck, uh, it only adds to it. All right, well, there you have it. Uh, there's some thoughts in our Oilers Now audio vault for direct work where it's 12:23 in Edmonton. One more thought. It all got started with a hellacious slobber knocker of a hit by the Edmonton Oilers' Zach Cassian on Nathan McKinnon. And the Oilers did their scouting. And Zach Cassian, I mean, he's, what is he, plus 12. He's got like seven goals, I think 14, 15 points. He is in a contract year. It's a good fit for him. He's playing with McDavid and Drysaddle, and it's a good fit for the Oilers. Logic dictates when that happens that you can't. And, and I'll be the. You know what? Sometimes you got to admit that you're wrong. For two years, John Sexsmith from Global TV, Bob, the guy they need to play with McDavid and Drysaddle is Cassian. He's fast enough to play there. He can shoot the pill. He's somewhat unpredictable, which gives those guys. I'm like, I don't see him being able to be a consistent option on that line. Guess what? He's done it. And uh, it's going pretty good right now. And I think, you know, obviously he's a fan favorite, but that hit. Then he, who did he paste in the, was it in the third? He got somebody else, or maybe it was the I think it was Comfort behind the net, <laughs> JT Comfort. Just crushed him. It was like the game against San Jose. And the thing is about Cassian, he targets the right guys. Like against San Jose, he hit Logan Couture, and Logan had a bit of a meltdown. 
Was was Nate McKinnon really the same after that hit last night? I mean, well, I'll leave you with this. The Oilers play in Colorado in 10 games. Colorado doesn't have a super tough team, but when they get all their boys back, we're going to have ourselves a tough game. Let's quickly get into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. We saw Drew Shamhorn from Elite at our event today, building tailored branded programs for your team or business. When your order is done on time, every time, it's Elite Promotional Marketing, and here is Brandon Escott. Just five games in the NHL tonight, including an original six matchup between the Leafs and Bruins out in Toronto. Montreal visits Washington, and Ottawa entertains the Flyers. Austin Matthews has settled with the complainant from the incident back in May, and it's considered closed now. Matthews issued another public apology this morning, and Brendan Shanahan had a team statement as well, but they consider the matter done. The Bakersfield Condor is on the road in Colorado playing the Eagles tonight and tomorrow night. The Oil Kings in Medicine Hat tonight for a divisional matchup, and then the Brandon Wheat Kings will take over Rogers' place with them tomorrow night. That is a 7 p.m. puck drop. And Oil Kings defenseman Connor McDonald has stepped away from the team in order to uh, attend to a family matter. There is no timetable for that return. GM Kurt Hill said that they'll be respecting his privacy will not comment any further. The 20-year-old rearguard had 8 points in 15 games. Uh, Team WHL took the Russians in overtime on Wednesday in the CIBC Canada-Russia series, and then last night Russia responded and won 4-3 in a shootout. That means the CHL split the six-game series, three games apiece. And the 9-1 U of A Golden Bears, Bob, get the Regina Cougars for a pair at the Claire Drake. Game 1 tonight, Game 2 tomorrow, both at 7 Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to go down. I'm, what did I say? 13.5 was the line on the combined goals yeah. in those two games. Wait and see on the uh, UVA Golden Bears again. Uh, our new text line, 780-496-0063. Uh, we'll get to some of your texts probably around 12... 12- 50-ish, and then into the 105 uh, slot, uh, as well as some calls. But at this time, uh, by the way, that we we will mention, so we've got the Oilers game coming up. Uh, it is against the Dallas Stars. It's a 12.30 pregame show, 2 o'clock buck drop tomorrow on the Oilers radio network. And the Eskimo broadcast against the Hamilton Ticats, who went 15-3. and Is that a 9.30 pregame show, 11 o'clock kickoff on Sunday? Yeah, you've got it. With Morley and Dave, who are... Uh, are are they in the bird right now flying? I think they're flying as we speak into the hammer for that one. So uh, it's a big weekend on 630, Chad, the play-by-play voice of not just the Edmonton Oilers, but the Edmonton Eskimos as well. This is Oilers Now. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630, Chad.